I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. And we will do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Um, we have three lines open, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC on this rainy Saturday morning. Um, Microsoft, the boys of Microsoft and girls, sorry, um, put out a release recently, another Windows 10 update, that started deleting people's files. <laughs> Um, yes, you can't make it up, Microsoft. You do an update that deletes your data. Um, they uh, were so embarrassed by it, they had to pull it back. Now, they're supposed to test this stuff. They're supposed to have a massive amount of beta testers. So either they ignored the beta testers saying, it's deleting my files, which is really the only option I can see it happen, um, or they're, they're not testing as much as you'd like them to test. <laughs> But the most recent release of uh, the Windows 10 update, I'm at one eight something nine. I don't know what it was top of my head. Eighteen oh nine. Yeah, would delete your data. Because we're at eighteen oh three now. And the word "delete" is a little strong. It would pretty much hide it. Um, and that's what deletion does, anyways. When you quote unquote delete a file, it doesn't really get deleted. the The character in front of it gets changed, and and eventually it'll get overwritten by other data that you want. Well, they mark it as available on the available on space. the hard drive in the uh, fat table, if you will. Right. And so, uh, in this case, that's what the new update did. Now, again, it's the year 2018, and your operating system really shouldn't ever delete your data. That should be one of those key aspects of an operating system you're hoping it doesn't do. <laughs> well, typically what they do lately is um, they create a folder called windows.old, mm. and then they put your previous version in that. Right. So that if something doesn't come over... And you, re, you, can you can you can go in the windows.old folder and find it. Yeah. But apparently they deleted the windows.old folder <laughs> as well. <laughs> ah, Microsoft always winning hearts and minds. Let's go on to uh Jack in Glastonbury. Hey Jack. Hey, how how you guys doing? Doing fine. How are you? Good. Hey, I got a, a question. Uh, I've got um a uh two versions of Office Professional mm. 2010 and 2013 which I downloaded uh, back in 2014 when I uh, when when you could do that via TechNet, you could be a member of TechNet, and they would let you. Oh, TechNet, yeah. Yeah, and they stopped doing that, so I copied those over plus the software product key. Okay. And and I'm running Windows Seven with the Windows Off Windows Office Professional Seven, you know. Yeah. And there's they're not they're saying they're not supporting it anymore. So like when you go to a help, it gives you a message that says we don't support this anymore. And all right. That I mean, you could use Google to find out anything anyway, but, yeah. but I'm thinking the days are numbered for that guy. So I'm just wondering if I were to upgrade to, say, like 2013, 
would it coexist with what I've got out there so that I could run either version of Office Professional, or do I have to kill the old Windows 7 version? Generally, we recommend killing the old version because the DLLs that that both of them use could cause issues. So we'd, I'd recommend killing the old version. Typically, they go back. Th- uh, they support three versions. Yeah. Right. So 16, 13, 13 and 10. 10. But you could try, Jack, but I, just bite the bullet and go to the new one. But they're coming out with 2019 very soon. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that means that 2010 is going to drop. Right. From support. And we put support in air quotes. Who cares if Microsoft yeah. doesn't support it per se? You're doing a Word document for crying out loud. Do you yeah, care? But if it doesn't connect to your Exchange server. Well, because... that's a whole other issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. They'll make it not work for businesses. <laughs> but for the general public, you don't care. Right. Um the other thing on this question is, if I get a new computer, can I move this, move these versions that I have? If you have disks, yes, and keys, yes. Yeah, I do have the keys. I didn't know if you, once you use the key, whether that. It depends on how many act, how many times you activated it. However, I've never, I've never activated the key. I just have the copies of the keys. Oh, and you're fine. Use them. You're fine. They're usable then. But what I mean is if I put it on the 7 and then I put it on a newer computer, can I do that one time or, or will they... You just can't have it in both places. At the same time. Correct. Okay. You get, you, to be legal, you can't have it in both places, and um, you should be legal. I mean, you know, that's okay. the least you can do, Jack. One quick question. Uh, the disk cleanup option under when you when you go to the properties, your hard drive disk, yeah. does that... Uh, I'm, I, I'm sorry, I said the wrong thing about that, but th- there's an option in there to compress your your disk drive is do you recommend no. doing that? I don't have that checked. Never do that. Never do that. And the disk okay. drive space is so cheap. Um, right. if you compress it, the issue was in the old days. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe 10 years ago or so, people would compress the disk and then when they had to open a file, there was not enough room on the disk to right. open the file. So basically, yeah. imagine your garage completely chock full of stuff. Yep. And then you need to you need to pull a couch out. Right. And it yeah. sticks out the garage, and it won't work. It breaks your... Yeah. Don't do that. Never compress your stuff. Very good analogy. I like that. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> you got to move all the boxes that you buried on top of the couch before you can get to the couch. Yeah, exactly. And you need to have room because it's raining outside. Yeah, exactly. Can't be done. <laughs> don't do it. All right. Thanks a lot. All right, Jack. Yeah, bye. Bye-bye. Um, all right, we got four lines wide open. Feel free to get online. Well, the other thing I was going to mention about compressing it is yeah. it tends to also slow down your system because it has to uncompress it so it can read it right, and then recompress it back. So you're asking your system to do a whole lot more work. Exactly. And then with dry space, as cheap as it is, it's not worth it. So as we wait for your calls, I've got some more news for you. There's tons of news out there this week, tons of tech news. This is all, oh, across the pond in the U.K. They have a... Uh, Security system. It's called the Yale Smart Lock. No relation to anybody in New Haven, and it's uh, it's basically uh, a system whereby you could, of course, use your phone to unlock your home when you walk in the door. Instead of going to the keypad where you go beep 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 and type in your code, you just push a button on your app and you walk in. Well, it broke. <laughs> So they had a huge system failure, which caused the Yale Smart Security app to crash, reportedly resulted in customers unable to enter or leave their homes. (laughs) (laughs) I love this. (laughs) Due to alarm failures. Again, the year 2018. So you couldn't open the window? You couldn't do anything. You're, (laughs) You're stuck in your home because you couldn't turn the alarm off. And why couldn't you turn the alarm off? Well, here's why. Because when you first configured your app, you put in your 
pad, your, your code, and you've promptly forgot it. So you could have gone over to the Yale um, smart app, well, the Yale system's little pad there and typed it in, but you forgot what it was because it was already preloaded into your silly app that you can't use right now because their system is down. Uh, this story is so funny to read. And uh, it really it really indicates what's going on with technology, right? Just because a geek has designed a system whereby you can push a stupid button on your phone to, to unlock something doesn't mean you should do it. It also doesn't mean that they should configure the system to speak to some central cloud because all the Yale systems broke at the same time. That's your common out. That's your common failure point. The cloud, you dingalings. So what they should be doing is having the app speak directly to your own system. So the only system that could be impacted is yours. But no, these engineers want you to pay something extra to speak to their stupid cloud so you can unlock your house, but you couldn't do it because you forgot the pin. I mean, it's the funniest thing. So you mean Yale didn't have any failover? No, no. <laughs> All they did was apologize. No redundancy? And I wish I could do a British accent because I'm sure it sounded very nice to apologize in a British accent to all of their customers that you couldn't get in or out of your house without the alarms going off. Um, but they're <laughs> What happened to Jeeves? <laughs> right. But they're very sorry. Oh, they were very, very sorry <laughs> for the inconvenience that this has caused our smart alarm customers. So the beauty of this, too, is they call the darn thing smart. Um, it's not smart to do that. You, you, you guys, just because you can do it doesn't mean it's smart that you did do it. Yeah, but if we name it smart, people will buy it. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> so the moral of the story is write your pin down so you can unlock your house code because you can't trust the app to talk to the cloud. The, the, the disconnect of your phone to the cloud is probably more often than, than not, right? Why does it take some Rube Goldberg approach to unlock your house? It is not smart. It is just convoluted, right, people? It's convoluted. Just because you can push a button to open your garage door on your phone, you could still push the silly button on your mirror or the silly old-style button on your visor to open your garage door. You don't need your phone to go to your internet provider to then go to a cloud provider, then come back to your smartphone, your smart device in your home. It's just is it's it's really asinine as far as I'm concerned. I was looking at smart locks ten years ago, mm. and you know I kind of keep an eye out and. All the smart locks that I've seen, a lot of different companies make them. Yeah. You know, uh, Yale, uh, Slage, and yeah. uh, there's some others. Schlage lock. I love saying that stuff. Anyway, <laughs> but the point it's is, German the system. reason why I didn't go with any of them is mm. I really like the convenience, the ability to push the buttons and what have you. And, yeah. And, you know, you can kind of watch it remotely, but I don't want it. To be in a cloud service, right? I I want it on my cloud, exactly. So that I could log in over the internet and see what was going on. Right, but they don't work. They don't work it. They that don't want to work it that way. They no. want you to pay them every month. They're looking for a revenue stream. Correct, and that's the problem. And we're putting these these ridiculous systems together, and we deserve. If you're sitting in your home and you can't unlock it because your phone's down, you deserve to be locked in your house. Well, I'm sorry. Think you about do. it. Think about it. If Ten million people buy a smart lock, yeah, and they put their code up in up in this uh, cloud, yeah. on the Yale system, let's yeah. say, or the Slug system, Schlegler. Schlegler, whatever, <laughs> whatever it's called. I'm sure I'm saying it or, wrong uh, too. Or Quickset, that's Quick another set. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and and they're all in there yeah. now. 
that's a target yeah. for a hacker. Because guess what? Yeah. I can get the keys to millions of people's homes. Yeah, I guess they could. <laughs> if I go hack into that, most bad that's guys, the repository. Most bad guys just use a brick and go through your window. Um, we're going to step out for a quick break. <laughs> They're not that sophisticated. Uh, we're going to go out to a, for a quick break. Get back to your call. One line open for you. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We've been here, going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. We have one line open for you. And uh, hopefully you're not locked in your house with your, <laughs> with your smart lock. <laughs> the word smart really should be removed. Um, from the whole censorship equation. error. Oh, <laughs> I think it's just a marketing idea. Let's go on to Jim in Uncasville. Jim, what's going on? Uh, good morning, guys. Good morning. Uh, I walked, when I walked in the house a few minutes ago, Mm-hmm. Uh, you were talking about this Windows update yeah. that wipes out your data. It, uh, it sort of deletes your data, but yes, it's true. Yep, a recent issue. Yeah, I, I heard about that on the news a few days ago. Okay. So I checked to see what version I'm running, Yeah. and it, it's running 18.03. Okay, uh, yeah, that's the older version. If, yeah. If I go to my update history, it says about four times, uh, 2018.09 Cumulative update for Windows 10 version 1803. Mm-hmm. Uh, required restart to finish installing. Yeah. Um, I have made sure I didn't accidentally <laughs> lose power since then. Is there a way I can interrupt it so it won't finish installing? I think it's too no. late. It's too late now. Uh, yeah. It did update on you. Now, it either updated the fixed version or it updated the one that causes the trouble. Um uh, you're going to just have to hope and pray. Uh, well, what I would do... <laughs> what would you do? Because already, it's already half go installed. Go to the C drive yeah. while, you, while you can still run oh, it. Oh, right, yeah. Back up your data. Well, yeah, but not only that, but... He's doing that anyways, Bob. Look, right, Jim? You're backing up your data. Oh, as soon as I heard that on the news, I did a backup. Well, good. So good. then go to the C drive mm-hmm. and look for Windows, and then see if you have a Windows.old. Mm-hmm. And rename it. Mm, be careful. Don't break anything. Yeah, so if but you that'd be a way to protect rename yourself. the windows.old, it protects it from being deleted. Being deleted, yeah. That might be a recovery for you. Yeah, the, the windows.old file is automatically deleted after a week or so, isn't it? Correct. Correct. Yeah, after, I think it's a month. month. You never know with it Microsoft. Changes. They can decide at any moment to do whatever they want to their operating Oh, no, no, it's your op- No, wait, it's their operating system. Whose operating system is it, really? It's theirs. Oh, I know it is. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah, that- They just let you borrow it. That's right. Mm-hmm. I see. Okay. Well, there is no Windows.old on the C drive. There isn't? There is a, no. There oh. is a, a folder called Windows 10 Upgrade. Yeah. So yours hasn't done it yet. What it is, when you reboot, it's going to put it in. It'll take, uh, I don't know, probably an hour or longer, depending mm. on the speed of your system. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's ready. You're kind of there. It's already. It needs a reboot to finish. So it's, it's well, probably, that means that it's downloaded and it's gotten ready. Yeah. Okay. So when it reboots, it's that's why it. it sits there and it doesn't seem to do anything for like hours at yeah. a time. Yeah. Okay. Well, I just I just rena- renamed it, so I'll see what happens when I reboot. Good luck, Jim. Thanks a lot. All right. You're welcome. Right. If Microsoft only treated their customers the way they should be treated, and things would be a little better. <laughs> Well, they don't care. I mean, no. they ultimately really don't have any competition. They don't. Although um, Android's operating system is much more prevalent than Windows, um, but it's coming. 
go on to Joe in Berlin. Hey, Joe. Good morning. Morning. Um, I have a, a, a Windows 7 system that I had built up several years ago. I want to change out the disk drives. Okay. The operating system uh, drive or a storage drive? Uh, yes. <laughs> no, you want to do both. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I, well, I have, here's the problem. I got four drives in there and I have it set up as a RAID 10. Wow. So, uh, <laughs> that's a lot of drives. Uh, yeah, but they're, they're, uh, they're, they're 500, um, um, gigs. M- gigs. Yeah. And I just want to put in maybe a, you know, a two terabyte. Cause now I have, I have a separate, uh, server for where I do all my backups. Gotcha. And I also do my backups on a. I, I got two backups, mm-hmm. on two different uh, mediums here. So I, I, I listen to you guys. Good. That's better than How none. I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do I create a, a restore disk so I can pull these drives out? I know I got to you know go back into the uh, mm. uh, operating system and, and, and or into the motherboard and tell it this. Okay. There. I th- think what you're really going to need to do is. Uh, if you just put another, you know, you know, take out a smaller drive and put another drive in, it's going to stay the same size as what it is. Okay. And you can go through all sorts of gyrations to expand it, but yeah, you it's know, not worth it. it's not really worth it. Your best bet is to do a full backup, okay. complete okay. full backup, and then uh, basically take all your drives out and create complete a new a new RAID array or a new right. new driver, and right. then restore it. To you know, to to the new array. You can use a Cronus, like an image to, um, image backup, to do that. That might help you. Um, what tool are you using to back it up, Joe? Uh, let me see. It it came with the it came with the uh, with that rate with, with the with the uh, server I have here. Let me see. Uh, oh, is it part of your NAS? Yes, correct. Okay. So you could do it. You know, I think you're going to find even with the backup and restart process. I think you're going to be I'm not. I'm not sure you're going to enjoy it. Um, I know I'm not going to enjoy it. But you know what? I I have another computer here with Windows 10. I can't stand it. Yeah, and you've heard that before. <laughs> and this thing is. Uh, I, I like. I like. I like my old computer. Yeah. So, do you have the discs for Windows 7, Joe? Yeah. Yes, I do. How hard would it be for you to simply reinstall that on a fresh drive? Um. That, that's probably none. None whatsoever. Yeah, and then the applications you would put on a roll would be only the ones you want rather than maybe Correct. a bunch of stuff exactly. that you've got on there you don't need. That's exactly it. So if it were me and I had a choice, I would buy a nice solid-state hard drive, maybe a 250-gig solid-state. I, I got a 512. No, beautiful. I'm jealous. Then you load that <laughs> with your disks on the 512, fresh okay. installation, and yeah. then have your 2-terabyte as your storage and, and copy your data back that way from your backup, just your data. And uh, I think you'll find a much cleaner system rather than trying to re- trying to restore that as it is. Okay. And that's okay. just me. I mean, yeah, no, but, no, no, but no. both ways will work. Okay. You no, know? No, I, I was online and, and there's, there's so many different restores. You know, yeah. For, uh, I, I, I just, I just All right. That's, that's what I'll do then. All right, Joe. Thank you very much, Alan. Good luck, sir. And keep up the good work. We'll try. Okay, bye. All right, bye-bye. Yeah, I mean, a restoration is good if you had to. But if you don't have to, you can start fresh. I always rather start fresh. How about you? Yeah, I think that's a little cleaner. A lot cleaner, yeah. You get to clean some stuff up. 
So we'll be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. This is Computer Talk with Tab. Two lines open for you. Billy and Rick, hang on. Everything we've talked about is posted live over at computertalkwithtab.com, the name of the show.com, which also works. If you go to Facebook and you like us on Facebook over at Tab Computer Systems and Mark Zuckerberg deems the news worthy, it might get to your news feed. And you can follow us at Twitter at Tab Computer Sys. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk. I am living a semi-charm kind of life. And uh, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about music of the night. It's the last time my wife and I are running it in Southington. It is a marching band competition. I know it might sound weird that, that that's a thing, but it's an amazing thing. Um, so in Southington on October 20th, come on out and bring your kids if they're interested in music. And you want to see some amazing people do some amazing things on a football field. These kids have to learn difficult music. They have to learn difficult drills. And they have to put them on with whoever comes to play, right? They don't bench anybody. In football, the guy stinks. You put him on the bench, you get somebody else in. In a marching band competition, you can't do that. you got to make everybody perform. So it's a true, uh, truly difficult, more difficult uh, approach to a sport then benching the guy because he keeps uh, getting dingers knocked out of the park and you got to bench him and bring in the bullpen. Um, come on out. Take a look at uh, what, what's going on in Southington. It's music of the night. It starts around 4 o'clock in the afternoon. UConn's coming. So if you want to actually watch UConn marching band and not have to suffer through a football game because <laughs> it's suffering, <laughs> um, come on out to uh, Southington and uh, catch UConn at the end. CCSU is going to be there. 15 amazing marching bands from around the state. And uh, these kids have to memorize this. It's, it's it, it, Truly, when you're hiring folks, think about if they have marching band on their resume because these kids are probably a little sharper than you think they are because than the average duck that's out there because of what they've had to do for a high school career and a college career to be able to perform, march, put on this drill, and entertain you at the same time. So one of the best uh, competitions in the state, if I do say so myself. But then again, my wife and I have been running it for five years, so <laughs> I'm a little biased. Uh, but it's in Southington, right in the center of the state. So come on out next Saturday. Let's get back to your calls. We're going to go to Bill in Danbury. Hey, Bill. Yes, good morning. Morning. Uh, my question is I have a laptop that I bought in 2012 sure. running a Windows 7, and I'm contemplating buying a new laptop, which would, of course, would run Windows 10. Yes, sir. Uh, I have two programs that I use a lot of, which is Adobe Acrobat Reader Professional Mm -hmm. and a version of uh, Adobe Photoshop circa 2001, Mm. both of which I have on hard disk and have on a uh, a Mm CD-ROM. Will I be able to use those under Windows 10, or am I in trouble? What version of Adobe? Um, seven. Seven. Seven's a little old. Yeah, you're going to be yes, upgrading. I know that, but it does what I need to do, and I don't need anything else. I mean, but it's the f- I, I, I scan some pictures, crop mm-hmm. them, well, the size of it. Here's the problem you're going to run into with Adobe, is the previous versions before version 9 may not reactivate. 
on okay. on the ten. Right. So when you're moving it from one on those versions from one uh, platform to another platform, yeah. they yeah. Uh, used to allow you to be able to deactivate them and then reactivate that license key on another platform. Right. But they've gone away from that. Mm-hmm. So okay. you can still do that with nine and uh, ten, and I think eleven. But now they've gone up to DC. They want you to have an account, and then you know your copy gets registered in the account. Right. Okay. So that'd be the issue you'd have with the Adobe. What was the other one? Uh, well, the other one is Adobe Acrobat Reader Professional. No, that's still Adobe. So you're yeah. you're getting into Adobe licensing. Yeah. I mean, it might work, but you you're going to find out the hard way. The great yeah, thing well. is you're not going to throw away your old laptop, right? No, no. But it's six years old. And yep. I'm waiting for it to crash. Yeah, yeah. No, you're uh, smart to replace it um, if, if you didn't want to buy the new versions, but you're, you're probably going to be forced to buy the new versions. Yeah. I mean, I had updated this to Windows 10 previously. Then you rolled and it back. I dis- well, I rolled it back because I discovered that the program I used to get on a VPN mm-hmm. disappeared when I updated to <laughs> Windows 10. <Yeah>. So, <laughs> no VPN for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I guess I'll have to find a new program for VPN on the Windows 10 as well. Yeah, but most likely the provider of that VPN should have a, a version for you. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that shouldn't be a problem. Most software is upgradable. They're happy to have you buy it again. <laughs> yeah. One, I, ha- I have one last question. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of iDrive as a backup? So we we have I have not used it, um, but it is a an option to send your data off-site as long as it's encrypted um, and sitting encrypted off-site. That's a, any off-site backup along with a local backup is a good idea. The problem with just having an off-site backup is that the time it takes to restore can be uh, weeks. We picked up uh, clients who were using things like Carbonite and our iDrive and didn't have any local repository and their right. IT provider you know, said, hey, well, restore it off the cloud and they were down for a week waiting to get it off the cloud. And uh, so mm. keep that in mind that you still need a local backup in conjunction with an offsite backup because most of the time, 99.9999999% of the time, you're going to restore from a local backup. It's much faster mm-hmm. than okay. hoping for I have a I have a one terabyte Seagate that from time to time I back things up to. Yeah, just make sure it's disconnected after you're done from yes. your computer that yes. you don't want it to get encrypted. Okay. You know, no ransomware for you. Okay. All right. Bill. All right. Thank you. Yeah, you got it. Bye bye. Um, yeah, you should have both if you can. Well, the both. offsite backups there primarily is if your building burns down and all your equipment gets destroyed. Right. You've got a backup. Or if it, if you're uh, you have an employee or somebody in your home that wants to do damage to your machine or steals your computer and your backup, that'd be a bad thing. You need the offsite for that and ransomware. Ransomware will try to encrypt your backup locally, and then they'll ask you for anywhere from two, three, five, ten thousand dollars to get your data back, and uh, that's a bad thing if you have no way to recover because your backup's encrypted as well uh, because you had it directly connected. I, ran, I was in a dental office and literally talking to the, the the partners in the dental office, and I looked over at their server, and they literally have a USB hard drive on top of the server plugged in as the backup. I'm like. That's not good. It's not a backup. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, it's not a backup. Um, let's go to Rick in Wallingford next. Hey, Rick. Hey, how you guys doing today? Doing fine. How are you? Good, good. Yeah, what I was calling about, um, I'm going to finally break down and replace the, 
the modem we've got from that we're renting from Comcast. You yeah, know, it's crazy yeah. to spend that kind of money for a month. It does. But anyway, my question: What's a, I mean? There's all these Netgear modems. What's the, 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 all kinds of other names? But what's what's a good reputable brand that's going to last a little while? Like have the good speeds you need. I mean, I've got a Netgear. It works fine. I, I actually bought a Netgear that works for my Cox system, so I have it paid for itself rather fast. What you need to do is go to your provider, whether it's Comcast or Cox or whoever, yeah. and look at their supported modems. Look right? for which which um, uh, modems they they will support. Right. Okay. So, you know, some of them they may work, but they may not support it. So, if you have an issue, they're going to say, "Well, we can't help you because we don't support it." Yeah. Okay, but if you do have an issue, they'll if they do have an issue, they'll <laughs> they'll support you as well as an internet company supports so you, you in can, general. <laughs> you can get down to Best Buy or or uh, Staples or a lot of places, and you can just buy the same modem that they sell you that yeah. they rent you every rent you month. Forever, yeah. The only thing you're gonna have to do is once you get it, you got to call them and give them the new MAC address of that modem, and you'll be okay. online and you'll save money, and you can take your wife out to dinner dinner more often. Yeah, yeah, but it's just, it's just I mean, I, sometimes there's so many times with the modem just. Doesn't work well, you know. You, you can't get connections, and it's the rented one. The rented one, yeah. And they haven't come out and quickly fix it for you, there, Rick. Oh, they've. It's, <laughs> it's so trying to get you. You waste an hour trying to get through to them online mm-hmm. on the phone. Yep. And they might and come out to your house between eleven and five. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They give you a four-hour window, so I gotta wait. I gotta take a half a day off or a day off of work. <laughs> I'm a contractor, so I lose my hourly pay. <laughs> right. Go buy a modem. Yeah. Go buy a modem, Rick. You'll pay for itself. <laughs> And but first, see, see what they support. That's, that's yeah, just get the right one. Get the right one. And yeah. what's, what's a good power, good, good speed that's going to be more than adequate for everything? Yeah, 50 bucks. Doxus uh, 3.1 or better. Yeah. Which one? Doxus 3.1. It doesn't matter about the brand. It's the specification that it supports, the protocol, which is okay. Doxus. And it'll have it. Most of them will be that for you on the shelf, I would assume. Okay. All right. Sounds All right, good. Rick. Thank you so much. Good luck. Take care. All right, you too. Bye-bye. All right, we're going to step out for a quick break. Rick, hang on. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. And we are back. We're going to be here until 10 o'clock. This is Computer Talk with Tab. And, yes, Healthy Rounds is going to be up next with Dr. Alessi. So stick around. He'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. And if you've ever missed anything on the station, they do something called podcasting. Uh, our show is podcasted, and many other shows are podcasted. So if you if you miss something uh, and you want to go back and, and listen to it, the podcasts are available uh, right there at radio.com. And if you uh, connect up to uh, WTIC, the podcast will be there along with our podcasts. So, we have callers coming from all over this, all over the country because they're listening on the podcast or they're listening through the stream over the old internets, over the old Al Gore superhighway, highway, um, which is kind of cool. But you can get it right there from radio.com. And uh, anything you missed, let's go right to your calls. We're going to go to Rick in Bloomfield next. Hey, Rick, what's up? Hey, good morning, fellas. Morning. I'm a low-tech man in a high-tech world, and the only way that I have any technological knowledge is that I possess is from listening to you. Oh, well, we appreciate that. I, ho- I hope we've given Thank you some you program. Thank you. And uh, that marching band competition sounds like it'd be fun to attend. Yeah, come on out. Uh, when is it? Next Saturday. Uh, perhaps. Yeah. My dad was a drummer in the Harvard marching band. Oh, wow. So I can appreciate that mm-hmm. music goes. Yeah. Uh, my question is fairly simple. Yep. I uh, I have a 2011 Acer laptop, and I would like to back up the data that's in it 
with a thumb drive. I'm not sure of the proper size thumb drive that I should look for at the store. Mm. I, mean, I would say, if you want to back up the whole thing, you'll need more of a hard drive, an external right. hard drive. Like but a if, USB drive. Yeah, but if you want to back just documents, um, you have to go and find out where all your data is located. Oh. So you go to your C partition and go to My Documents, uh-huh. right-click, and then go to Properties, and that'll right. tell you how much data is in that folder, and maybe you've got data in other folders. In order to do a backup there for the whole computer, I would need a disk then. Most likely, yeah, you'd need a hard drive, um, and you know, they're very cheap. A hundred buck, hundred bucks will get you a terabyte of, sto- of storage at least, or more. Yeah, um, I don't really use mine for much more than banking and looking things up occasionally. Okay, and uh, I, I don't use my computer like other people do, which is pretty much for everything and hmm. social media and all that stuff. Yeah. Well, I, again, if you know where your data is, you just simply right-click on the folder that you have and, and add up the data. It'll just give you the amount of data, and then you can go buy a drive large enough to hold to hold that data, or you just buy a full hard drive. What are you looking at, Bob? You're looking at the prices? I was looking at thumb drives, and uh, the prices uh, vary. Yeah. depends on how big you want it. Right. Yeah, I'm so. just wondering, where do I plug in a hard drive? I mean, the same place you'd plug a thumb drive. Man, in high tech world. Yeah, the thumb tra- same place you plug a thumb drive in, the USB port. Oh, okay, all yeah. right. And then you just go and you, you go ahead and copy and paste. That's an easy way to back up your data. Just go to your... That's another thing, copy and pasting I still haven't mastered. Ooh, this might be maybe, tough. Maybe with crayons, but... Do you, you got a, <laughs> a 15-year-old kid in your neighborhood? Uh... Nah, well, you know my father. My father was uh, when he graduated from Harvard. He was a programmer. Yeah, uh, he, he's he's good as far as these things go. Oh, okay, so if you, if he's still around, that can help you. That'd be. Uh, he's eighty four years old. He retired when he was fifty eight. Yeah, yeah, he's still healthy and independently nice. Singing. All right, great. Well, you can he can help you do the copy and paste, and he'll show you how to do it. Go ahead, Bob. Most of the thumb drives or USB drives, excuse me, that you buy today also have a set of utilities that you can use to back up your system. Uh, mm-hmm. So they they come with a fairly good uh, the thumb drives or the hard drives remo- the hard drives yeah the hard drives yeah. not the thumb That's drives okay okay and so you could use that when you plug it in. Generally, a wizard will come up and ask you if that's what you want to do. But it's not Gandalf. I beg your pardon? It wouldn't be Gandalf. That'd oh, be- yeah, yeah. I, I had a feeling it was associated with the wizard. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking, wizard? <laughs> he got me on that one, too. Yeah, so uh, you could try that. But I think your dad, you know, you know, get your dad down, give him a beer, and he'll show you how to copy and paste. Yeah, I'd probably, uh, probably just plug that in because it, it asked me to back it up before, and I didn't have a thumb drive. Yeah. I probably could just uh, go to wherever I could find to click on backup, backup. Yeah. And then uh, it's not that easy. Let it initiate it. I went from Windows Seven to Windows Ten. Yeah, I think you'd be better with a copy and paste, Rick, because if you end up using the backup technology, it actually produces a file that's not readable. Oh. You have to use the restore technology to get it back. And for yeah. you, I think copy and paste would be safer. That way, you can. Okay. Least... I'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. All right, Rick. Well, I appreciate your help and take care, guys. Our bless. pleasure. Your weekend when you finally get to it. All right, thanks. I'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Bye bye. Right, bye bye. Um. Yeah, one of my favorite lines of all time, because he kind of sort of alluded to it, was uh, when Norm walked into Cheers, and uh, he goes, um, it's a dog-eat-dog world, and I'm wearing milk-bone underwear. <laughs> 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 so one of my, he kind of alluded to that when he was a, he's a low-tech man in a high-tech world. But uh, we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. We have uh, four lines wide open, so as we wait... 
we'll kind of talk a little bit about some of the things we talked about earlier. Or do you have any new news you wanted to bring up, Bob, that we haven't talked about? Uh, we have tons of news this yeah, week. Yeah, we have so many. Pick one you like. Okay. How about Twitter under investigation for allegedly refusing to reveal how it tracks you? Ooh, who's investigating? Not the Senate again. They don't know how to investigate anything. No, Twitter is being <laughs> investigated by the Irish Data Protection Authority Ooh. about how it tracks people when they click links. The Irish are doing it. Okay, then you might find an actual yeah, investigation. Social network is under examination by the Data Protection Commission in Ireland, right. where the company has its European headquarters, mm. Fortune reported Friday. The investigation was sparked by a complaint that Twitter may not be complying with strict new data privacy rules known as the GDPR, mm. which kicked in across the European Union in May. It wouldn't be like any kind of IT company to not comply with rules, would it? Come on. Under the GDPR, yeah. internet users across the European Union, the EU, mm-hmm. are allowed to ask companies what data is being collected about them, right. and the companies are obligated or obliged to tell them. Right. But Michael Vail, Twitter user at M-I-K-A-R-V, whatever, mm-hmm. <laughs> and a uh, researcher at uh, University College in London, claims that tw- Twitter isn't playing ball. Of course not. So, so they're being investigated. They're being investigated. And it's the biggest problem with all these apps, all these tools. You have no idea what they're what tracking, co- what they're and giving. And they're, you know what? They're supposed to tell you all that, give you access to all your data. Right. So, and, and what they're, you know, that key and is. California is trying to copy it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> California's law is baloney. Well, uh, the FCC guy is. Uh, yeah, the net neutrality. Fight it, fighting that. So Yeah, so uh, the FCC is making its case. To uh, repeal net neutrality. I know you guys are all, everyone was all afraid. I mean, when uh, the FCC was going to repeal net neutrality, my son comes back from UConn and says, Chris Murphy says they're going to take away our free internet. And I'm like, your internet's not free. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm paying an arm and a leg for your internet for where, crying out loud. Where are you getting free internet? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, but uh, the net, uh, net neutrality is not necessary. You do need, the, these networks need the ability to manage their network. They need the ability to prioritize packets. You want your video to come faster than you want your basic email. And that's all done with prioritization of the network. So net neutrality is just another kind of baloney approach to regulate something that didn't need regulation. Um, And they were always making the case that it had to do with censorship. Well, censorship's not happening by Comcast. Censorship's happening by big content. Facebook, Google, all the guys that were whining are the ones doing the censorship. So it really is uh, something that you should not worry about. If anybody talks to you about net neutrality, tell them you want your packets to be managed. I want to thank everybody for uh, joining us on this lovely Saturday morning. I want to thank uh, Matt and now Mike for producing. I want to thank Mike G for posting everything live over at computertalkwithtab.com, the name of the show.com, which also works. And if you go to Facebook and like us on Facebook, we'll be there as well over at Tab Computer Systems. See you next time. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.